Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop too. iDope, iDope, globally inspired vision stylewear, a fusion of classic heritage and contemporary sophistication. An essential part of your lifestyle and fashion expression. iDope, iDope, vision stylewear for the fashion forward and socially conscious. Let's make this a dope world together. iDope, iDope. Available online at iDope.com. That's E-Y-E-D-O-P-E. iDope.com. Survival Radio Network, with now more than one million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. The S-R-N. An angel has always been thought to be one of God's most precious works. That's how she has you fooled. 
she was an angel in disguise. Hurt and pain could never come from her. So you left me only to find that hurt and pain involved her. But now you see your mistakes. And now you see your angel was a fake. But my love was never misplaced. See, baby, my love is true. And most importantly, show your resource for better health. I'm your host, pharmacist, physician, entrepreneur, Dr. Aaron Williams. This show is brought to you live and by podcast on the Survival Radio Network. Now, I hope you had a great week. You know, I hope you achieve your fitness goals and your health goals and having a productive day today. Again, I always like to remind you, hopefully, Today, you have planned some fun, some exercise, and some healthy foods. Now, last week, we had Dr. Williette Robertson on the show. We talked about travel health. And so if you are getting ready to travel, particularly going out of the country, I think this would be a good show, a good podcast for you to listen to. We also had Coach Bruce of Orange Theory Fitness to talk about, hey, how to stay fit while you are on the road. So I think... Any of those you can go back and listen to, just go to our website, www.weeklywellnessshow.com. Scroll down to the on-demand section, and you can listen to any of the podcasts that you like. We're also on iTunes as well. We had some great shows in the past on dealing with foot health and toxic people. Now, next week, we're going to be talking about relationships uh, with Dr. Lashana Newton. So you don't want to miss that one. So now if there's any questions or topics you would like to hear or talk about, don't hesitate to email me at Dr. Aaron Williams at weeklywellnessshow.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at weeklywellnessshow or just follow me on Twitter at Dr. Aaron Williams. So now today we're going to have a great show lined up for you. You know, fall is approaching, and it'll be here soon, but for a lot of people, it makes it a little tougher to exercise. Fall is a transitional time of year. The trees change. Kids are going back to school. It gets darker earlier, and temperatures cool down. So for many people, uh, this can be a problem, but some take advantage of having an enjoyable opportunity to make some changes but also maintain their fitness goals. So for that reason, we're going to go ahead and talk about fitness during the fall season. We're also going to talk about gardening because we've already had a gardening show before some time back, but a lot of people like me didn't know there were a lot of people who were just waiting on fall gardening. So for that reason, I'm going to have certified master gardener, 
Shirley Shivers onto the show to talk about fall gardening. And then before that, in our first segment, we're going to have Coach Bruce Hankson of Orange Theory Fitness talk to us about, hey, how do you stay fit when the weather's now changed, it's no, no longer summer, and how can we prevent that weight gain that some of us are going to have? So it's going to be a great show today. So with that, I'd like to go to our first commercial break. So please stay tuned and be informed. you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Do you know that having a dirty filter in your heating and air system can cause major damage to your unit and pollute the air in your home? Having proper maintenance to your heating and air system is just like getting a tune-up on your car. Because you want today and avoid spending unnecessary money tomorrow. Call Temperature Design Heating and Air today. 770-823-7160. That's 770-823-7160. Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. The SRN. Glad to have you. We're glad you can join us for this episode of the Weekly Wellness Show. As I mentioned earlier before we went to break, our topic today is about fall health and fall fitness and fall gardening. So with the fitness, I'd like to bring on an expert in this area. He is the owner of a Orange Theory Franchise Fitness Center in Barbersville, West Virginia. Without further ado, Let's welcome to the show Coach Bruce Hankson. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. How are you? Good, good. Coach Bruce, awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, 
summer's been great. Um, in some places, the leaves are changing. I know they're looking like they're going to change in West Virginia. And the kids are going back to school, and the temperatures are chilling down. I don't know what yep. it means. Uh, I gain a lot of weight. I gain more weight in the winter than I have to work it off in the spring. So I look at the fall as the kind of beginning of this. So I wanted to, I'm glad you're so glad you came on the show because I want to talk about how do we stay fit during this time of the year? Awesome. So yes, 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 I thought it was something important that. to me. I, it might be good for everybody else. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so basically uh, fall is where things start to, uh, the kids are back in school, you know, outdoor activities kind of uh, dwindle a little bit. So uh, work, everything. So, uh, you know, how many times in the New Year's have you spent sipping champagne and vowing to get uh, fit for the upcoming year? And how many times have you failed to follow through, right? You, you ever thought about right. that and look back at those times in the year? You're kind of like, man, now is the chance. Now is the time. Well, you know, December 31st uh, over hors d'oeuvres and a couple of cocktails are a little too late to set goals and make those promises. Right. So, uh, yeah, so now is uh, the time. This is why now is the time to start thinking ahead. You know, fall is basically here. As we know, you just said the leaves are changing and every, the kids are back in school, like we just said, and, you know, starting to cool down. So we all know what's coming. Family, you know, fun, tons of food, of course. And this is a great time to start the fitness program because you're going to create good habits for the uh, holiday season and upcoming winter months. Uh, with the change of the seasons comes a renewed time to rethink and uh, – Restart, you know. So what's, right. what's so special about January when we can start now? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be any time. Exactly. Uh, so basically what I wanted to do, you know, is just provide a couple tips uh, when it comes to fitness and maybe some nutritional tips, things like that, to uh, start now. Let's start in September, and that way we can be prepped for the uh, end of the year, beginning of the new year. And uh, I just wanted to – Go with, uh, you know, you just want to take advantage of the winter. You know, I think uh, take advantage of the weather when we start off that first tip. It's uh, it's a good time of year. Just it's cooling down. You can get outside and enjoy it. You know, you can uh, treat your senses. You know, it's crisp air. It's beautiful scenery out right now. And the weather is cooling down. The months is a great time for hiking, cycling, or even. Right. Yeah, right. cycling is a big deal. That's a good one. Um, you know, you get the, you know, the beauty of being outside, particularly with cycling, um, you can kind of take your mind off the fact that you're actually working out. So you can kind of like bike through some trails, bike through some parks, you know, and I, I guess as long as you take the proper safety precautions, you know, with having the proper headlights and, and that kind of thing and wearing a helmet, I think that's a, that's a great way to get out there and still be involved. Absolutely, and if you're somewhere where, it you know, it snows early, you can always do things in the snow. You you could do snowshoeing, you know, which is something I've never done myself, but, you know, right. I have a couple of friends who are in Colorado, and those are the kind of things they do. They do snowboarding, so outdoor activities can still be done, even though it, right. it started snowing a little bit earlier for that side. Yeah, even, you know, the other thing I, I, I saw also was, hey, something as simple as, and I hate raking leaves, but raking leaves is another thing that, one could do outside that could also burn calories. Absolutely. I'm I'm personally from Florida, so I didn't have to deal with that, but now that I'm here, I'm going to find out uh, real fast uh, how much energy it takes to rake leaves. But, you know, it is a physical activity. You can get up there and do it, and um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hate it just as much as you will. Right, 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 right. So 
What else do you recommend to your clients, uh, you know, besides coming in the gym at, at Orange Theory? Well, I always tell them, you know, uh, sometimes people don't have time to attend a gym um, always, you know, even though right. at, at Orange Theory we are the one-hour workout and you're in and out, but sometimes you simply just don't have time. So I always tell them to think outside the box. You know, if you're a person who always wanted to learn how to dance, you know, you could take up a dance class. Uh, if you want to try out some boxing lessons, you know, I have a good friend uh, named Freddie Fry yeah. in Nitro. He owns a boxing gym, so if you want to try out some boxing, if you want to master the jump rope, anything like that where it's just a physical activity, you know, because uh, it, it's not where you have to physically go somewhere, you know, with the right. jump rope. Um, so if this is the perfect time to just gain those new physical skills, uh because you'll burn fewer calories now as in any activity that you're just starting out. You're not a pro yet. But if you learn it now, by next summer, you'll be a pro. You'll do it at a higher intensity. You'll burn more calories and just in time for the return of the swimsuit season. So I always tell right. my clients, you know, think outside the box if you can't physically go somewhere. Okay. All right. So we have, you know, I'm just doing an overview here uh, so far. We have kind of doing some of the, the usual chores around the house that comes with fall, like, you know, raking leaves. You know, it's just another positive way of looking at it. You know, we talked about hiking or biking, uh, which gets you outside, taking you uh, away from uh, the the inside of a gym, but you get to admire the foliage. And then, like you just mentioned, you know, maybe do something like boxing or, you know, I'm thinking about even ballroom dancing or something like that, that could, you know, those type of lessons could help you. Uh, you know, burn some calories. Now, what about, you know, like resistance training and, you know, using fitness videos? You know, let's say, you you know, you're living in Michigan and it's cold and you don't really go on outside. What's your take on, you know, ordering some of these fitness videos and, and exercising inside? I think, I think they're great. You know, um, some of these fitness videos are really good. It's just up to the person, the individual. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, are you there uh, to hold, can you hold yourself accountable? You know, sometimes yes. you put the video on and the first couple of workouts come on, you're kind of like, ah, I'm tired. So uh, I think they're great. But another thing I would uh, implement is if you, uh, you know, in the fall season, all the new TV shows come out, all the new series start, you know, uh, and if you're a person who's into your TV shows and your series, what you can do is do a quick little workout between each each commercial, you know. Huh. So, um, yeah, so that's something where instead of sitting on the couch, you know, you eating your snacks and probably uh, (laughs) drinking a glass of wine at the end of the night to wind down between the commercials or between the show itself and the commercials, you could do some jumping jacks some squats, uh, some push-ups, and you'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. You do every commercial, you look back, you've done a 20-minute workout, you know, burning some calories, uh, which in turn will turn around and kind of keep the feeling of you wanting to and the desire for you to eat that food and drink the wine because you're doing the physical activity. Right. Well, what about these resistance resistance bands? Uh, I've seen some of that. You know, the the problem with television, a lot of these infomercials always have these little quick scheme. I call them quick scheme workout yeah. piece of equipment that I'm not sure actually works. What's your opinion on like resistance training and that kind of thing? I think resistance training is is excellent. It's great. You could uh, just get a resistance band and two lightweight yeah. dumbbells. You know, and that's something right. you can okay. just keep right by your bed. Uh, keep right on your couch. You know, you keep it close to uh, wherever you're going to sit or in your bed. And basically, you want to trip over them as a reminder, <laughs> you know, so they're there. Okay, all right. And, you, yeah, you can remind yourself, like, hey, I just want to knock out a few bicep curls or I could do a resistance band uh, squat, 
different kind of exercises, uh, which are easily found online. You can YouTube some things or even Google some exercises where you can utilize the, the dumbbells or a resistance band. Something simple, small, not bulky. You can take it wherever. Okay. Well, now, what about if you are outside? Let's say it's not that bad. Let's say you're in the southeast where it's cold, but it's not snow. Are there any recommendations with regard to, you know, they always say you kind of like to dress in layers or whatever. Are there any recommendations with regard to clothing uh, if you choose to go outside and, you don't, you know, you want to maintain, you know, a good body temperature? Yeah, of course. Whenever you're exercising outside, you really want to layer yourself uh, before your mm. body warms up. You know, you start to feel chilled, but once the blood gets pumping, you'll feel overdressed. Yes, These days, yes. though, uh, you know, with the Nike and Under Armour, they're doing a lot of dry fit things. So that's awesome where it still keeps you warm, but when you start to oh. sweat, you're not chilled to the bone. So you can look at uh-huh. those it's things. It's called dry fit? The, uh, yeah, dry fit. You know, Nike, okay. Under Armour, they make uh-huh. those kind of clothing, and uh, anybody really does it now. And you just create right. that inner layer. You know, it should be moisture wicking fabric. So it wicks away the sweat and you're not chilled at all. Okay. And lastly, is there any type of, uh, you know, we've got all these gadgets. Do you, you know, uh, what's your opinion on the Fitbits? And I'm a big My Fitness Pal fan, but uh, you have an opinion on those with regard to uh, keeping up with calories uh, and keeping up with other, you know, like my, my, my uh, uh my fitness pal you know keeps an eye on the sodium and all of that any preference with regard to that um basically i li- i like those cuz it's uh, like my the fitbits you know even the heart rate monitor mm-hmm. like i spoke of uh the last week on the show heart rate monitors cuz you could just really track yourself keep a gauge but ultimately it's up to you and the uh and basically the 3 Cs you know are you committed is it uh convenient are you going to be consistent with it uh, with your workouts and know that, all right, you know, it is colder. I'm going to be outside uh, or, you know, family's coming into town, but I have to stay true to my goals and be more focused on the outcome instead of the pleasurable uh, goals. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, uh, diet? Uh, any diet recommendations or you kind of you keep the same kind of things that we talked about in the past? Anything special about uh, the fall, uh, I mean, I guess hydration is always a big deal, but, you know, is there anything else that we should keep in mind? Well, hydration is always going to be a big deal, and we all know that around this time it's a little hard to be as strict on your diet yeah. as you are in the summer. You know, there's, like I said, once again, there's family, you know, there's mom's cooking, there's grandma's cooking, you know, <laughs> all, all, all the, the pumpkin spice this, the pumpkin spice that is uh, released, which, by the way, is my weakness. Uh, anybody knows me, pumpkin right. spice is my weakness. Or anything. Wow. But okay. you, yeah, that's how yeah, here. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but okay. if you stick to kind of like the parameters that you've done all summer, uh, give yourself a little bit of a break, you know, a little bit more leniency on your diet, but not overdo it, overwhelm yourself. Still be able to have fun with your family, still be able to enjoy the, the uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. But as long as you know that you're sticking within their parameters and you're not just throwing everything that you worked hard for out the window. Uh, it's just staying focused on there, keeping a couple healthy habits in your mind, making sure you're having protein with each meal, your greens with each meal, um, mm-hmm. and, and just staying focused on those things and having your, your six staple supplements really with each meal and just knowing that you need your protein, your greens, uh, fish oil, multivitamin, um, you know, post-workout if you're doing something, a workout physical activity. Just have those six staple things in your head and know that you're, you're going to keep on the same track. 
Right, right. Okay. Well, hey, I'm glad you stopped by to let us know and get us prepared. I mean, I think fall is coming up in a few weeks officially, I think September 17th. So I just want to kind of get us prepared and kind of go through some things and go through some bullets, some take-homes that we can take and use. So I greatly appreciate you coming by, Coach Bruce. Uh, Again, uh, how can you be reached, and what are some of your social media contacts? All right, so once again, yes, uh, Orange Theory Fitness in Barbersville, we're located uh, in the Target Plaza, so that's 3034 Champion Drive in Barbersville, West Virginia, uh, 25504 is the zip code. Our phone number is 304-521-1500. Our Facebook is Orange Theory Fitness Barbersville, and then our website is orangetheoryfitness.com. You can also follow me, find me on Facebook under, obviously, Bruce Hinkson or Bruce Orange Theory. And uh, my Instagram is also funny name Orange is the new Bruce, and I love it. You know, so that's our uh-huh. that's my Instagram name right there. <laughs> and I'm always giving tips and things like that on our Facebook page, uh, exercise tips, nutrition tips. So always feel free to tune in and uh, give us a shout. Okay, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Coach Bruce. Uh, we hope to have you back on the show uh, pretty soon. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go to our second commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about fall gardening. So please stay tuned and be informed. Thank you. Thank you. you want to take your business to the next level? Ultimate Business Solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online. Specializing in graphic arts, web development, and internet marketing, Ultimate Business Solutions creates the face of your business. If you're looking for a custom logo, dynamic website, or popping marketing material, call Ultimate Business Solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebiz.com. Solutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions. Let us create your future. College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. Survival Radio Network. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. 
Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. Do you have... Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to the weekly wellness show, your resource for better health. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Williams. We're so glad that you're joining us today. We're talking about the fall, and it's almost here. It's not here yet, but we want to get you prepared. We've talked about fitness with Coach Bruce of Orange Theory Fitness. Our next segment, we're going to talk about gardening. Now, you know, when we talk about gardening, as we mentioned before, you know, you don't have to have 10 acres of land and a tractor to grow some of your own favorite fruits and vegetables. So, you know, we've had this segment before, but that was at a total different season. So coming up, we're going to talk. In fact, next, we're going to talk about some of the fruits and vegetables that you can grow right at your own home, either on your patio or even in your house. So I wanted to bring on an expert, someone who does this every day. So I'd like to bring on, without further ado, master certified gardener, Mrs. Shirley Shivers. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing? Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm getting ready for this fall weather. Uh, That's probably one of my favorite times of the year. But you know, Mine I'm like too. a lot of us. You know, I've I've done reasonably well uh, this year uh, after I got over my winter slump with regard to fitness and staying healthy. So you know, I know fall is coming up and creeping up. The temperatures are dropping. You know, and I I really like this container gardening thing. I mean, you know, I, as you know, I, I did some blueberries a while back and um, and tomatoes. So I wanted to bring you back on the show and kind of discuss. Hey, what are some of the things we can we can start thinking about with regard to the fall? Okay, for the fall, you can do uh, some that are very cold hardy, or cabbage, carrots, uh-huh. kale, collards, lettuce, mustard, onions, English peas, radish, and spinach. And believe it or not, some others are beets, broccoli. Cauliflower, Irish potatoes, Swiss chard, and turnips. Wow. Is that a That's long quite a list. So you can, you have, yes, quite a list, and you pick and choose what you want. And of course, don't forget, yeah, that lettuce is a good time to start planting. Wow, yeah. Because I think most people think that, you know, when it gets colder, the ground is kind of frozen, and you can't grow things. So, You've listed quite a bit there that, you know, can still keep keep people busy. I mean, uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily like cabbage as a kid, but when I grew up <laughs> I kinda appreciate it. And so, you know, I guess it's it's all in how you season it. Uh hey, are there speaking of seasonings, are there certain spices that you can also do? You know, uh can you still do your rosemary and that kind of thing in the fall? Uh, you, you know, some that they are they are hearty. We can do some herbs, yes. If you bring okay. them inside, the rosemary will grow in. You know, will grow inside, and uh, 
uh, wait a minute, I, ha- I have to find the other. I had a whole list for you there a minute ago. But, but yeah. Let's come back there. Yeah, but, yeah, but you just I, I need think, a, a, right. a bright, I think funny Rosemary, that was one of my favorites. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all here. That, and the only thing you need for that is, you know, uh, just some uh, bright sun, bright light, very bright light, that's all. Uh, there, there are others that you can also. There are some other herbs that you can be growing in the uh, in the fall mm. too, and have the herbs all season. Yes. Uh huh. Excellent. Now, uh, what about you know? I'm a fruit guy. You know, we talked about some vegetables. You know, I, I you know, can I still do strawberries uh, in this this time of year? I mean, because a lot of places, as you know. You know, apples are a big deal during the fall. Are there other uh, kind of vegetable, I mean, fruits that that one could potentially grow in the fall? Mm, there are some, but you know, yeah, where you are, you know, it's too cold for that. <laughs> wait for next spring for your strawberries and your uh, uh-huh. your strawberries uh, for your berries. Period. And I, right. unless you out west. You know that you know you could probably have it out there, but you know okay. where you are and where I am, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I don't think so. So in the southeast or the Midwest, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, well, you know, only apples, you know. Um, right. Well, what should we do? I mean, I'm, I'm at home now. Let's say someone's out there listening. They're at home, and and now we pique their interest. Um, what should they do? Should they should they go to Home Depot or Lowe's or somewhere? If they go do that to prepare, what should we start? What what's the first step we should do? Okay, if they in a small area and if they, you know, uh, you could you know this container container garden that is pretty good. You can draw it, draw it on your patio. You don't have to go on your deck or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. so the pot it could be a clay pot or it could be you know a, a window box. But, you know, the uh-huh. big box stores, you know, they have the uh, big containers, the three-gallon containers and the five-gallon containers. You don't have to pay a lot of money to pay that. You don't have to get the fancy pie. Just get one of those big old gallon, you know, whether it's a three-gallon or a five-gallon uh, container. Okay, for an example, like you can, uh, you, can you, you need a five-gallon for maybe or whatever that uh, bucket is. And you can plant, believe it or not, four to six uh, plants in it. Uh, huh. You can, grow, okay. uh, you can grow lettuce. You know, there are different kinds of lettuce and uh, uh, solid greens that you could be growing now. Uh, and they can grow in a three-gallon container and plant them 10-inch uh, deep. It has to, the container has to be 10 inches deep. And you can put three plants in each one of those. So you can grow two, three, you know, different kinds of uh, lettuce, leaf lettuce right. in it. Uh, that was going to be my go... next question. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, can, can you do, when you say three different types of plants, so, I mean, three different, can that, can it be like three different types of lettuce, but, but can it be like a, a like a, a one type of vegetable, another type, do you recommend that, or you recommend growing each vegetable in their own container? The first time I would suggest you to, for each vegetable, grow it in, in your, uh, grow it in a separate container. That's okay. if you're a beginner. That's what I would suggest. 
and then you won't have any cross-pollination or one tasting like the ah. other. But see how you do You want to feel a measure of success. So, right. uh, uh, so I would suggest, you know, but the different kinds of letters, you know, if you can have the red letters and the romaine letters all in one, mm-hmm. that'll be good. That might be all mm-hmm. right. But different kinds of vegetables like your onions. Uh, I will put onions in a uh, in a different pot. They can be placed. Okay. The, the pot has to be about six to eight inches deep. Uh, okay. And you can plant that in one. And you can plant, uh, what else you like? Radish? You like radish? Yes, radish. Yeah. Uh, uh, use I a three-gallon have... uh, container. Uh-huh. And you can put 12 of those in the container. And let's see, now, we heard... said, go ahead. Uh-huh. I heard that radish, while we're on radish, it grows kind of quickly. I mean, like, some from the time, it you know, it's like four weeks or so, that I, 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 from what I understand. Yes, yes, it is a pretty fast-growing uh, vegetable. You may, hey, you may be successful at that. Try <laughs> Okay. Because it only takes 25 to 30 days, 25 to 30 days before it comes to, uh, before it reaches maturity. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. only thirty-five. Yeah, and, it, and this is a good time to start planting that. Same thing with spinach. Well, it takes about forty for forty-five days. Mm-hmm. And what else? What else? What else? Well, mm-hmm. well, now, now, so you've talked about the container uh, that we should uh-huh. get. Now, what about the soil? Is there a particular type of soil we need to get? Uh, yes, get something, uh, when you go to one of the stores, get a potting soil. Don't do Potting soil. Mm-hmm. Don't get garden soil or top soil. If you put it in a, in a pot, if you, you know, one of these containers, get a mm-hmm. soil because you want good drainage. And the container that you have, even if you get this three-gallon or five-gallon container, make sure you okay. have drainage. In other words, get something there. Get a nailer something or screwdriver or something and knock holes in the bottom of the container because you need good drainage. You can put pebbles down at the bottom if you like, but you uh-huh. need holes in the container because if you, if you, if it doesn't have any drainage, everything would get waterlogged and your plant would eventually die because you know you have a tendency to overwater. Yeah. 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 You can, so you, you can almost drown a plant. I, uh, that you know, at the root, if you don't do that, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and these greens, uh, I, hey, but like if you get some good soil, you would get a good harvest. Like kale, it takes about fifty to seventy days. Lettuce okay. takes about sixty days. You know, six to eighty-five days. Your mustard uh-huh. greens maybe forty to fifty. So you you got right. time between nine Christmas all depends on the weather, you know. Really, you, you probably get a couple of harvests. Don't plant too much that you can't eat. If you plant right. too much, you definitely we have to share with others. Right. So so we've gotten a container, we've gotten the soil. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a certain okay? So we've done the planting and and we talked about this. Uh, you know, making sure I agree with you. You got to have these. Holes at the bottom so it it can drain. Uh, and speaking of water, how much should you water? I know it varies per vegetable or fruit, but how much should you water per day? And 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 how do you stop overwatering? 
Well, for me, one good, uh, one good measure, put your finger down there about up to that first line of your finger. If okay. It, if it's still damp or wet, that, that means you don't need any water. You know, you put your finger in the soil up to that first line in your finger. And uh-huh. if that is damp or wet, you don't need the water. Or you can use a pencil, you know, a okay. sharpened pencil. And if you stick that pencil in the soil and where it is sharpened, if that brown pod is damp or wet, you'll see it turn brown. You can tell by looking at it. That means you don't need any water there. Okay. All right. And so if now it comes that we've out got... Dry, if, if it comes uh. out dry, water it. Maybe a good uh, water in the, maybe the cooler days, of course, you probably only need to water, but maybe every four or five days, but test the soil first. Or if you drench it once, you know, you don't have to worry for a while. Just test it every, you know, every day or whatever, every other day. Use the finger test or the pencil test. That's what I use. Okay. 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 So now that we've got the water, what about fertilizer? Do you put anything on these plants uh, to kind of yeah, I see a lot of commercials about, you know, different things, uh, uh, you know, food, plant food. Do you recommend that for vegetables? Uh, I'm organic. Usually if I get a good soil, I don't need to, uh, I don't need uh-huh. to uh, fertilize it. Uh, but you uh, look at the information on your fertilizer, whatever uh, that you use, and see whether many times it's already added to it. Uh, fertilizer is already added to it. If you got a good potting soil, you may not have yes. to add anything to it. Uh, but but check, but, you know, you check your label and check on it. You can feed it. Um, hmm, what else? Um, you make a, 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 whether it's lime or whatever, whatever it takes, it'll tell you on the, it'll tell you on the bag. And it uh-huh. also tell you, uh, it also tell you on the plant itself what kind of fertilizer or what it needs. Some need some right. heavy and some are light feeding. Right, right. Okay, so that's something to remember uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you don't want to use too. You don't want to use too much chemicals. You can use the organic, you know, stuff. Right. Some people put uh, eggshells in a in a bottle. You know the eggshells and fill it up with water, and use that to water the you know the vegetables or the plants. That that's one idea. Okay. Yes. And, and speaking of this of this of the you know I, I guess you get there's two ways and kind of going back to the beginning. I guess you can buy a plant that's already sprouted, or you can do seeds. Um, and, right. and I'm kind of focusing on the seeds. You know, I read that for like beets. If it's best to soak the seeds overnight, and that helps for quicker germination. Is that something that you find beneficial? It depends on what kind of seed it is. It uh, usually on your on your seed packet, it will tell you how to yes. start it. Uh, uh, I will follow the directions for the seeds because, you know, you have different combinations. You've got different places. I don't know where you're getting your seeds from. Be careful of where you're getting your seeds from. You've got to look at that, too. Read on, mm-hmm. the, read on the packet. Read the packet and find out whether the, you know, and it usually tell you whether or not you need to soak the seeds before you put them in the uh. bowl. 
Okay. We say I expect everybody test like again, test having your soil tested and also read the direction, read the packet on the soil that you have you're getting. Read, mm-hmm. please. Find out where the soil is coming from. Find out where your seeds are coming from. And it'll tell you whether or not those seeds those seeds have been taken from some plants, you know, that have been chemically uh whatever. Change. How about that? Right. Read, read, right. Read the so, you know, for some seeds, for some plants that you start from seeds, they have to be soaked first. Others do not. Mm, okay. Way, so, it, like you said, it varies. Pretty good harvest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what about, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the you listen to the meteorologists and the weather, they tell you that they have a frost warning or you know temperatures are going to get you know chilly or whatever uh is there any rule of thumb you know let's say if you have your plant because you know the, the issue is this i know with me you know i wanted my plant to get sun well i don't okay. have a glass roof <laughs> so the sun you know i have to put it either outside or by a window so right uh, what do you do in that scenario with regard to frost warnings and low temperatures at night? They have some frost covers. Believe it or not, they sell some frost covers. Or you can get, uh, believe it or not, that's on the market now, that you can cover your new seedlings if the plant is not, uh, uh, if it gets too cold or whatever, and you know it's going to get warm up tomorrow, back to normal. They have frost mm-hmm. covers to put a, Okay, if you work every day, if you put plastic on it, and bless it this morning, yeah, that'll stop it all right because it'll clear the greenhouse effect. But if you forget the next morning before you get out and go to work and leave that plastic on it, you may be killing that plant. So you can use some, or even, I I think it's like, you can use burlap. That's light. Okay. Uh Better keep the frost out. And then you may use, uh, some people may use a sheet or that landscape fabric that's out there. That mm-hmm. It's on the market. You probably use that to cover because you want to keep the, you know. But there is a frost liner that you can purchase one of the stores, something like that. But the burlap is cheaper because you're only going to do okay. it overnight or whatever. Or you can, make your, you can make your mini greenhouse if you like. Out of the plastic, huh. how to do that? Uh, you know, you've seen the hoop houses on the farm. You know, right? And plastic covering. Uh, use your imagination. One may be creative, and they would be to probably can make one out of a a wire coat hanger. Think about okay. it. Okay. Right. Uh, well, over your roof, and because that coat hanger is going to be probably. Long enough, if you you know, open it up and straighten it out, make it do two and apply it. You may be able to make a hoop house, a mini hoop house right out of it. Think about it. Right, and right. Be, and it might be good to even start to see when you're creating a hot house for those seeds to take, you know, to take root, start growing. Try it. Mm-hmm. A mini greenhouse. That's what you do. Well, I, I like what you said. You know, if if you have frost at night, you know, and the, and it goes away in the morning before you go to work or whatever, you need to make sure that you remove you the frost cover 
Okay. Because you can actually mm-hmm. damage the plant uh, with regard to that. Um, and, and so now with regard to, you know, you know, the, the length of time, I, I guess you just pretty much, you know, what's good for, what are some good signs for harvest? You know, is it just visual? You know, you sitting back and saying, oh, okay, they look ripe to me, you know, whatever. Is there some rule of thumb that you follow as a master gardener to know when to harvest these plants? Uh, yes, well, instinct would tell you, you know, for that read the label on there, you know, within, okay, like the lettuce, uh, if it matures in that, what, the, what did I say, in, uh, in the time that, in that 60 day period, don't uh-huh. wait until it gets, uh, three or four, what, three, let me see, what, let's say about six inches long or whatever, it all depends on what kind of lettuce it is. You want young lettuce. You want young, uh, even with the kale and everything else, you want young kale or whatever. You don't want it to grow oh. and go to school and then harvest it. You want it to uh, harvest it before it gets to that point. And you got to, and you use, for your lettuce, just get some, uh, you can get the shears, your kitchen shears, and just, mm-hmm. just keep it trim, and it'll keep growing, and you'll have, you have a lettuce for a long time. You have your salad, your salad greens for a long time. You want to pick young and not old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've never thought about that. Well, I guess I have, but not concentrated on it. Is harvesting uh, not too early, but also harvesting not too late. That is correct. Um, that is correct. The, the later you get, you'll find out that all of the, what you are harvesting may be tough. Why is it so tough and why is it so bitter? And the reason for that, you waited so long to, for it to harvest. Take it from me. I've experienced that in my first time. Oh, garden. my goodness. Yes. Right. Yes. So that information is, would you say, on the packet as well? Uh, as, <laughs> as Do they do, like, timetables for maximum harvesting? Yes, they will tell you the maximum time. They will tell you the minimum and the maximum time. It's going to, you know, of course, it's a range of time, days to maturity, like 40 to 60 or 50 to 65 days or, or 50 to 70. You know, in and around that time, 45 to 50 days, start looking at looking at your harvest. See if it's ready to or whatever vegetable herbs you have and see if it's ready to be picked. It's got to be right there. Uh, right. Says, read the packet. Please read the packet. Please. Uh, right. You know, for how long, how you are in gardening or anything else or whatever it is, always read the direction. Read, read the packet. Read what it says. Because things today may not be the same as it was 50 or 60 years ago, 20 or 30 years ago. This is, this is 2017. Right. Okay. Right. Let's say now, last little bit, we got about four minutes left. Uh, let's say you got a bunch of harvest, and let's say you have more than what you and your family can eat. Uh, can you freeze some of this or can some of this excess produce? Yes, you can. Uh, believe it or not, uh, I'm not good at canning. I'm, going to, I'm about to attend a class on that. You know, my mother mm-hmm. used to do it, but I. I haven't gotten that point. I'm just into the garden. But you can. Right. You can. A lot of, I, I know the kale. I, 
I know you can. Yes, you can. Right. How? Right. So that's probably a whole nother show. It is. We're doing next week and trying my hands at um at carrying some fruit. Is it mustard? Uh-huh. Uh I'm gonna try my hand and make it now what is it what is it, the jelly and the jam and uh we're gonna do some We'll do some other vegetables also. Yes, you can freeze them, yeah. I know okay, you can perfect. I, I do know that. Okay. Well, sounds like that may be another topic that we can do uh, later in the year, but I am so glad that you took time from playing in the dirt today to come on the weekly wellness show to help us get ready for fall. Oh, yes, and those who are growing the herbs, you can also dry those herbs. We didn't hit on that. We'll do that next time. I'll uh, tell you how to – you can trim those and hang them up to dry. This is As you harvest them now because some are dying off and the rosemary and the lavender, if you have that, you can start, you can, uh, start drying, drying those herbs. Wow, <laughs> yeah, so we harvest them and then dry them. Uh, okay, that uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have them in bloom, and you can trim them back now. Yeah. Right. Just tie, you know, hang them up for them to dry in a in a dark place, in a shady place. Excellent. And you can have those. You have the smell of them all winter. Beautiful. Beautiful. We're talking about that, and I guess hey, I'll send it to you, and you can share those notes with everybody next week. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Well, once again, I'm so glad you're able to come by and share all this Master Gardener information with us. So, hey, look, you know we're going to have to have you back on the show uh, it, uh, before the next season and talk about some other things, but I greatly appreciate you coming on the show today. Well, thank you very much. Good to be here. All righty. Well, and enjoy yeah. and keep planting, keep planting. Keep planting and keep harvesting. Try a little bit at a time. Try a little bit. All Try right. something. Okay. We'll Take keep care. that in mind. And uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, you know, that I think what we'll do, if you have any questions with regard to gardening, you can email me at Dr. Aaron Williams. Uh, at the week, just go to Dr. Aaron Williams at the Weekly Wellness Show. And for this week, that will conclude another exciting episode of the Weekly Wellness Show. If you missed any of it, you know, uh, go to our podcast. And you know what? If you think this information will benefit someone else, don't hesitate to share the show. So, Taking Us Out is a group of jazz artists collectively known as in groove that's in as in nice groove so until next week be happy be healthy and be kind